episode 55 of Unlicensed Entertainment. I'm your host, Carl Entner. With me today as my co-host is my loving wife, Natasha. Hello. All right, so for those of you who are listening to the show before, this is an entertainment uh, news show that also covers a few other things, but kind of avoids the topic of gossip. Supposedly. Supposedly. Allegedly. It, it depends on if <laughs> if my wife wants to add anything that's gossip, because I'm not going to stop her. Uh, <sighs> I'm not going to stop you. Um... If I want to add anything that's gossip, that seems sexist. You're the one that adds things that are gossip. Uh, what? What? No, I've just mentioned things I've seen. That are gossip. Mm. If it's confirmed reports, is it gossip or is it just the truth? Well, no, but gossip, I feel like gossip stuff is like, who's dating who? Do you hear about this thing about their very personal lives? I think like... Mm, I think I celebrity think... gossip stuff that you'd find mostly on like TMZ, I tend to usually avoid. I don't go to TMZ. I said as an example of like what those news sources are. Okay. Okay. Sorry. You really are? You, are you really offended by that, or are we just having like a fake fight? Having <laughs> a fake fight? You're I like, yo, know. please let this be I a fake to, fight so we can continue this podcast. I need to, be, I need to know because we're less than a minute in, and it's already <laughs> intense. Yeah, you know, let this be a fake podcast. Okay. Um, no, but I don't like. I don't think like what I say is like super gossipy. It's just like, yo, I heard this one thing. I I disagree on because because the subject line. Not that like I th- I don't think you like you disagree, but like if you disagree, okay. that means you're wrong. No. Mm. You I, already agree to that. I, I didn't. I didn't agree to that. Well, I, it's not my fault that you you said yes way too early. Okay. Sure. It's just, oh, it's just not what I would, some of the things you bring in are not stuff that I would bring to the show. Well. That's fine. You're allowed to. Do you not want to. me to be your co-host no, anymore, sir? No, I want you to be my saying? co-host. I like it when you're my co-host. <laughs> I, w- I would have you on every episode if it didn't feel like I was doing a big imposition on you to bring you in on these episodes. It's hard enough to get you once a month. Okay. All right. So we do gossip too now. Uh, both, of, both of us. Both of us do gossip too now. Oh, there's no gossip on the show. What are we doing? Yeah, No exactly. gossip on the show. Ignore everything that's happened in the past two minutes. I'm your host, Carl Ender. This is my lovely wife, Natasha. No explanations needed beyond that. No explanations. All right, so the first segment we're going to do is one that I've been doing for uh, about a year now, maybe more. Uh, it's called Entertainment Thoughts. This is not a review on anything that happened in the last few weeks or that I watched. This is not... Uh, this is not entertainment news. These are just thoughts that came to my head while I was taking in some entertainment in the past few weeks since the last episode. So the first one is, I was playing the game. I'm playing a lot of horror games because it's, you know, it's almost Halloween. So you got to get in the Spooky horror season. And I was playing uh, this one called uh, Outlast Whistleblower. It's DLC for the game Outlast. It basically tells the perspective of a guy who... Uh, Realizes he's working for an evil corporation, mm-hmm. so he decides to send, uh, try to get a reporter's attention by sending him classified documents to get him to go and investigate the mental institution that he works at. Uh, uh-huh. And it brought up a big problem I have with lots of things in movies, TV shows, whatever. Is there are certain places where you could do things where it's not going to start a problem, certain places where it will. This guy could have waited until the end of his shift, gone home sent the email to the, the main character of the regular game, and been perfectly fine. No problems. Instead, he decides to send this email from his office in a, like a back room, the server room, looking super suspicious as fuck, and that's why he gets caught, and that's why he goes through all the horror of the game, including almost getting his dick cut off. Wait, I thought the game starts already like everything has gone bonkers, and everybody's out of there like... No, he gets rooms. He gets uh, he he's the, he sends them email before all that happens, mm-hmm. and gets caught by his superiors, and they throw him into everything. They start, uh, they they uh, they commit him to the institution, say that he's crazy, and then they uh, start doing experiments on him. That's how the DLC starts. So then, how does everybody get out of their their? It happens during the time he's being held held like, and done experiments on. No, it, it is explained, but the, while he's being held and when they're doing experiments on him, that's when all the bad shit starts going down where the inmates mm-hmm. take over the asylum. So it doesn't, ha- it doesn't happen because he sent the email? No. Okay. It's just um, a bunch of things happening all What did once. he do there? What was his job? Uh, 
he was kind of like their IT for their evil experiments. And he saw them doing these evil experiments and was wigged out by it. Is like, I am not going to let them do these evil experiments that I'm kind of doing IT for. How, how long do you think... He worked there until he was like, mm, I can't take any more of this. Probably a long time. Although it, get, it does get to like the, uh, this is probably why it happens so soon after he does this. Uh-huh. It does get to the point where his experiments are getting so fucked up that it causes basically the thing that happens to cause the inmates to take over the asylum. Because they're basically mm. making like a, they're experimenting on a, on a, on a dreams with like psychotic patients and also nanotechnology for some reason doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But it ends up, they start throwing a mate in there who manages to make a nanotechnology ghost that starts attacking people in the in the asylum. Its inmates get out during that. Very realistic. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to chalk this up to, like, dudes thinking that they're the exception. What do you mean by that? Like, I mean, it kind of, like, just goes in line to, like, the audacity of men. Like... Men always think they're special and they're the exception. Like, they're never going to get caught with anything. So he thought that he could just send this email at work yeah. in a server room and it was going to be perfectly fine? Yeah. Well, also, maybe he thought he can hide the trucks because he's IT. But, yeah. Maybe. But it's like... This he happens, got a VPN for work. This happens all, there's, there's always, like, these times where people could do things better. Like, if you watch uh, a lot of spy movies, they'll have the thing uh, where, like, they need to have, like, their special ID yeah. to go into the system. And so, like, they have a hacker guy behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like, trying to change the ID in time. Meanwhile, the, peop- the spies go right up to the thing to have them read their ID before it's already in the system. Mm-hmm. Just wait until it's already in the system, then go up. So, again, like, circling back to dudes who think they're their exception, I think that just keeps fitting in with everything you're saying. Oh, it happened on Alias a lot, and that was not a dude thing. Okay, but she was doing all the legwork, and yeah. some dude was behind the computer. Okay. So if he worked harder or faster... Okay, so when, 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 when a woman does it, it's the guy's fault... And when a guy does it, it's the guy's fault. Yeah. It's never the woman's yeah. fault. Okay. Maybe if the guy stopped and asked for directions. <laughs> the hacker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Another one. I was watching, you know, I, I often get distracted by commercials uh, and I think about, go way too in depth on them. Do you think it's like good that like we don't have as many commercials anymore? Oh yeah. Cause we don't, we only have two apps that have commercials. It's Hulu and Paramount Plus and you don't even watch Paramount Plus. No. Although, I don't know why I'm paying for this, but yeah. I, I paid extra for that. You're uh, not. Oh, my bad. My <laughs> bad. <gasps> Subscribe so Carl could pay for Paramount Plus. Uh, it was a dollar extra oh. from what we were paying before. Oh. Uh, you should have told him it was 18 or something. No. I would have felt bad and donated. Oh, okay. Started GoFundMe. But uh, on this commercial, you know, they're, they're doing, there's lots of, like, medicine commercials. There is so many medicine commercials. Like, that's not a thing in other countries. Yeah, I know. But in, the, in this one, there's like this woman talking about like getting Botox treatments. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then she's like, I have nine kids. I have no time <laughs> to take care of myself. I was like, wait a second. I no longer care about what you're advertising. You have nine kids, lady? Yeah. Like maybe that's, why is that a part of your testimonial how good this Botox is working? Because I no longer, I don't no, know the no, company. No, that's perfect then. That it means is? that like, did she look stressed? Uh, I, I guess not because so her face Botox is frozen. Is bo- I, you know what? I heard that you can get Botox in your armpits to stop sweating, and I kind of want to do that. I've, like, looked into that. Aren't you going to start having to pant like a dog? Maybe. But you like dogs, so... Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. If do I, I get extra treats? Sure. Yeah. So yeah. If, we, if we start walking around and just seeing, like, women with their tongues out, breathing hard, panting, we know that they got Botox in their Maybe. armpits. Okay, that's I don't know anybody know. that's done it, but, like, it's a thing that I know that you can do. That'd be pretty dope. I don't want to sweat. Sweating? I don't know. I feel like my sweat smells worse than other people's sweat. I think everybody was self-conscious about their sweat. Unless you have, like, a real bad problem, uh, nobody really notices it. I've never noticed your sweat. Mm. You're I all get, good. Do you want me to get Botox in my face, though? Why? So we can have nine kids and not be stressed? Oh. But perks to you. Like, not a pure stress. Kudos to them if they can afford nine kids and Botox. Because Botox yeah. isn't cheap. That's not, that's not a relatable commercial. Nine kids and Botox. Maybe she's like, my kids don't need to eat this month. We're yeah. going to go get Botox. Mommy needs to look not as stressed as she is. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. So, again, I'm playing a lot of horror games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played the Outlast game I told you about. I'm also right now playing this game called The Evil Within. We should really start counting how many times you jump in these games, too. Not as much with Evil Within, I will say. With Resident Evil and Outlast, with all the ones I played this month, a lot of jumping. Yeah. Evil Within, not really so much with the jumping. Uh, I'm going to change subject for a second because that reminded me of something. This is how tired I've been lately. I've been jumping up fucking stupid things. I was 
fell falling asleep while I was reading a Marvel comic. Marvel comics are not scary comics. I fell asleep with a tablet open in front of me with the comic on there. Woke up for a second and saw like an evil face staring at me. Scared the shit out of me. Woke up. Why are you so jumped. on edge, bro? I don't know. Well, I do always think about I actually looked it up recently to see if it was a thing. It was a real phobia. Because I constantly worry that someone's in the house. And so I looked it up to see if that was a thing. And, but that's your fault for not letting me get a machete then. Because yeah. if people knew we had a machete, they wouldn't try to like break in and then you wouldn't be so afraid of this type I of thing. I have this weird fear that I'm going to get murdered at one point in my life. It doesn't help that my wife is constantly talking about stabbing me. For legal <laughs> reasons, that's a joke. That's a joke. That's yeah. a joke, guys. But, that's yeah. never... that. No. So I'm always a little jumpy. For so legal and out. insurance purposes, that's a joke. But anyways, uh, in these games, uh, Evil Within, Outlast, even a little bit with, uh, with Resident Evil... A lot of times you're hiding inside lockers. And it made me think... Do you ever get pushed in lockers again? No, but that's where I'm going with this. Oh. Uh, maybe bullies aren't bad. Maybe they know about the dangers of the world. And when they're shoving you into a locker, they're training you. Like, this is a safe space. No, don't come me out. You're not allowed out. There could be some guy with a machete out here. Hide in the locker. It's safe. They're doing kind of a tough love situation. No, it sounds no? like they're emotionally and probably physically abused at home. Well, speaking as someone who was bullied a lot in, in elementary school, especially, I would like to think that they actually secretly really liked me. How many of them do you know now? None. How'd that work out? <laughs> I, uh, well, maybe they were like, my work here is done. This guy's super jumpy and scared of bullies so, so how's your life going now city. do you feel like your life is going good now with all their training oh yes uh, I, I, I yeah i'm super confident yeah yeah you get scared by comic books now <laughs> yeah yeah see now now they're gonna hear this and be like we got we got to get back to work i guys. got i got too confident you need yeah. to, we need to start shoving in the locker yeah. I, I i need that bullies we come back start buying lockers to shove you in all right and my last one is uh so I've been getting into a lot of new art artists lately, and something I noticed, especially with one, I'm a big fan of this person, but I uh, am distracted by the clothing choices. Not like disgustingly or anything like that, but it makes me think of like, you know, like ACDC would, is this still recording? No. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I think we lost you guys for a second. Hopefully it doesn't happen anymore. So like ACDC, you know, it, they're now like in their 60s, 70s. I'm not oh. sure how fucking old they are. But they're still rocking like the schoolboy outfit. I feel like that's got to be embarrassing at a certain age. I'm looking at this person. This person, Elliot Lee, looked them up. They're incredibly talented. But they dress like they're three years old. Like looking at their music videos is kind of embarrassing. Like, what I do want, they wear? Like they wear like, like Care Bear shirts and like hoodies with like bear ears on I it. I would wear that. And... You guys see it though. When they, they, they showed a video of them going out to get the first tattoo, and uh, it, they, 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 by the way, I'm saying they because that's the pronouns or they, them. They went out and they, they had like a mask on, which is cool, except for there was like a pacifier over the mouth with, with the mask as well. And it's just kind of, I don't know. I feel like eventually, I hope that they get over the dressing like a baby for the thing, or maybe they won't. I don't know. For me, it's distracting. I would not want to be. Picking something and having to stick How old with are it. They? They're 24. Mm. I don't know. Gen Z is a different beast, bro. I know, I know. I'm being judgmental, I know. But it's like, I would go like, oh, I want to show my wife these music videos because she's so fucking talented. I want to show you music I think you'd really like them. But then I'm like, oh, I don't want to show the music video because it's a, the way their dress is embarrassing to me I mean, for some to be reason. Honest, like, and I'm self conscious about that. Video, it's probably stupid. What? If you probably showed me the video, I'd know what you were talking about this whole segment. Yeah, well, I could show you what they, I mean, I should have shown you the video, but, I, you know, yeah. You live and you learn. This isn't a high-value podcast, guys. We're literally doing this in our spare bedroom with boxes we still haven't unpacked, even though we've lived here for, like, two years now. So, like, that is how they dress. That's cute. What's your problem? That's, like, e-girl stuff. That, what? I see well, that's nothing fine. wrong with that's any that's of fine. those. It's more recent ones like that. What's wrong with that? No, you don't think there's anything wrong with that? What's wrong with that little hat that's cute? Is it looks like they dress like a toddler. No. Okay. It looks like they're little pastel goths or e-girls. Okay. I think they are very talented. It's just I find that distracting a little I'm trying to get past that kind of stuff. I do no, it's a little bit, it's on me. Uh but like I'd say younger me would have probably just ignored their music right away just because of that. Yeah. But I'm at least growing past that. I don't 
So what? They don't look like what I would consider good look for a music star? They're fucking talented as hell. Good thing you're not in charge of the music people's. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. So I want to try a new segment. That's an entertainment uh, thoughts. I want to try a new segment. We'll see if I keep it up after this. Segway. But uh, I kind of, I'm a very big fan of just useless trivia. And so I thought I would start looking into... Uh... Apparently I am too. I didn't know this. Somebody called me out the other day. Mm-hmm. Sorry to like ruin your whole no, story okay. over here. But somebody was like... I was telling somebody something and my coworker friend was like, Hey, yeah, she just looks up random shit all the time so she knows a bunch of random shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I don't think it's random, but okay. <laughs> so what I thought I'd do was I'd start doing like entertainment trivia. Not like questions or anything like that, but just something I thought about that I thought yeah, would be I'm interesting to throw games, in here. Bro. Hmm? I'm over here at fucking games. Yeah, I know. That's why I stopped putting the games in this show because you okay. complained. But, uh. Because you were unfair, but yeah. No. Yeah. I thought I'd look up things in, in movies or entertainment or things that we're talking about and get a little bit more of a background on them. We'll see how it goes. Might have to do a little bit more notes last time. My notes is about a paragraph long. Is this all from IMDb? No, this is from just I looked up a specific thing that I wanted to find out about. Uh. And this one was because Halloween is coming up Spooky. and because I've been jumping so much playing these video games I wanted to look up <laughs> okay. where jump scares came from mm-hmm. like wh- what's the origin the origin of, story of jump scares in movies and yeah. everything like that so I looked that up there's kind of like a three step to get to where we get actually the kind of jump scares that we have now mm-hmm. what they consider to be the first ever jump scare in a movie is actually in a silent film called The Fan of the Opera the original not the, not a musical just you know somebody playing a piano in a room with you know a mm-hmm. screenplay and stuff like mm-hmm. that the reason why it's not considered the same as ours by modern standards is because jump scares usually have like a loud sound, music, and stuff like that, and like stuff leading up to it. Because it was, you know, a silent movie, uh-huh. this had piano playing. But when the Phantom took off his mask in that movie, people did jump and scream or were frightened by his face. So they consider that the first jump scare. Now we move on in a little bit more. There's this movie called Cat People, which was a horror film. I don't know what cat it's about. People. Cat People. I guess it's about people who are turning into cats or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. Je- Jellicoe Cats? Yes, like the movie Cats. Jellicoe Cats. That movie's fucking horrifying. So in this Bubbles. movie, uh, they, have, they have another aspect added on to it, but it's not the complete one yet. For one thing, I'll say this movie is the first one that had the fake jump scare. Like, you know how like you're, you think you're going to get attacked and then a cat jumps out mm-hmm. at you instead. It's not the killer. This is the movie, the first one that had that. It also uh, has the first time a jump scare is accompanied by a loud noise. So in this movie, the girl thinks she's getting pursued by somebody. And then, right at the last second, she avoids getting hit by a bus. So bus goes by, shocks everybody, it's super loud. Mm-hmm. That's the first like official like loud jump scare, but it didn't have the music. They didn't combine the two. The first ever jump scare that involved both music and the loud noise and everything combined to do that... Is actually from Anthony, not Anthony Hopkins. Uh, he played the guy in the movie, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Do you know mm-hmm. about Psycho? Do I know about Psycho? Yeah. No, tell me. I'm not being the, the jerk. Okay. Yes, I know about Psycho. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, you didn't know about Psycho when we first started our relationship. Thirteen years ago. I'm, I'm sorry. Saying, I grew up poor and I didn't have a TV half my childhood. I'm saying so. It's not ridiculous. We never for me had to, movies either. It's not ridiculous for me to ask if you know about Psycho. I'm just saying. Hey. All right, so in this movie, which I don't think you've seen the movie, though. Okay, we're calling people out on I'm just saying, podcast. in this movie, there is a, just gossip. a very famous scene where the, the person you think is the main character, because for the first 30 minutes of the movie, you're following this girl, uh, is in the shower, and then someone pulls back the shower curtain and stabs her to death. It looks like a woman. It turns out it's, it's Norman Bates dressed up as his mother. But anyways, that one, which pulls the curtain back and starts stabbing her, Loud, famous music, scary sounds of the knife, everything like that, screams, everything that combined was considered the first official full-born jump scare. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I just thought that was interesting. That's a good history lesson. Yeah. I appreciate it. So that is my movie trivia, and I'm going to try to throw in one, uh, if I can think of something for every episode, since we're still in Halloween t- time. Spooky time. Still in Spooky's time. I thought I would try to find something else to look up that relates to horror films in this next episode. Uh, That being said, if you have any ideas, you listener, have any ideas of things you would like to learn about, feel free to leave your topic underneath the posting of this episode on Unlicensed Entertainment uh, Facebook page for this episode 
or unlicensed unlicensed pod uh, on Twitter at unlicensed pod on Twitter and leave it on the posting for this episode as well and this so forth and so on whenever you have it just post it underneath the newest episode okay okay so now we're gonna go into entertainment news segue <laughs> what no nothing you're very helpful is there anything <laughs> you want to throw in there before I move on to entertainment I, news I don't have any trivia right now I didn't think you did. I just wanted to know if you had any other subjects. I spit a lot. Is is trivia just gossip? No. Okay, I was just wondering. I, I would I would consider trivia as more like like there was no there's no nothing about anyone's personal lives in that trivia that I just told you about. Nothing really. It's all just based on the movie. I feel like tr- gossip is about other people's personal lives. Okay. Did I really offend you with no? Th- I'm my, just okay. You're like, is this still a fight? I want to know. <laughs> All right, here's something nice to start off with the, with entertainment Aww. news. Uh, you, do you know who John Cena is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So John Cena, uh, actor, he's was Peacemaker. So of course you know. We talked about that show a lot. Peacemaker on, on HBO Max and Suicide Squad. He's also a very famous wrestler. He's very well known for the work he does for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, he visits more people than apparently anybody. He has just passed the uh, Guinness World Record, actually, for granting 650 wishes. Hmm. So I thought like, what are those wishes, though? Like, he, just to meet him? Yeah, he goes and he meets fans. Maybe he dresses up in costume or, you know. Imagine, like, they're like, I want to be, I want to meet Peacemaker. And it's like some eight-year-old kid. And you're like, you should not be watching this, bro. I mean, if, if you're, if you're getting to make a wish, uh. Let them watch where the fuck they want to watch. That's true. And then, like, be like, but I want Eagly there, too, bro. Yeah, Eagly's not real. You'd have to bring just a stuffed eagle. Do you think from Make-A-Wish, like, they get, like, that stuff paid for them? Or they're just doing it, like, out of their own budget? I think they get, uh... I, mean, I don't... I think most of the, like, actor stuff is just volunteer. Mm. Uh, they do, uh, get funding and stuff like that, like almost any other charity. Okay. And they put that towards yeah, things. But like yeah. the actors and stuff like that, you know, I wouldn't see. it wouldn't be like a great fee if John Cena's like, I got so much money visiting these sick kids. No, I didn't think like they would get paid to do it, but I thought maybe they'd play for like their plane tickets or something. Oh no. I think they I mean I am not one hundred percent on that, but I'm pretty sure they just do it out of the goodness of their hearts. Did you like okay, did you hear about the story that some kid did a make a wish and he was like, I want to meet Drake and you know who Drake is, right? Drake's the creepy-ass singer that's, like, in, in uh, Millie Bobby Brown's DMs yeah, and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he was like, I want to meet Drake. And they're like, okay, awesome. We got it. But then they got the guy from Drake and Bell. Drake and Bell? It was, like, Dra- a Nickelodeon show. you mean show? Drake and Josh? Whatever. Okay. Yeah, that show. Yeah. They got that kid, right? Mm-hmm. And then they took a picture of the of the Make-A-Wish kid be like, this isn't what I fucking wanted. <laughs> yeah. In the same frame as the Drake dude from Nickelodeon. That's awesome. And yeah, also like, fuck that guy too because like, he was like grooming kids and like he moved yeah. to Mexico. Yeah, I don't trust people named Drake. No? No. Oh, that's true, yeah. Okay. Anyways. If you had a Make-A-Wish, what would it be though? Uh, shoot, I don't know. I don't. I don't really think about what celebrities I'd get to meet if I if I was it dying. It doesn't have to be a celebrity. No, it doesn't. They had that one kid that got to be Batman for a day. That was really cool. You ever see that? I think that so, probably. Kid? Yeah. Like in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. They they did a whole production of it. My make a wish would be to take back all the student loans I paid. Just you want a, a large sum of money. I mean, and then I would just like. Because you're dying, so burn like, it. I don't care. I don't care as long as they don't get it. I remember when I worked at uh, worked at Hollywood Video, there was this family that came in there all the time. This kid, like, I was not very big on kids back then, but, like, this kid fucking loved me. And uh, so I ended up becoming a big fan of this kid. And then the parents came up one time, he's like, he just got his wish from Make-A-Wish. I was like, oh, no! Were you even nicer after that? Uh, yeah, I always, I was, it was Did not you give al- him free candy? I'm not, I wasn't allowed to do that. Um, you were the manager, right? I was shift leader. I was manager on duty. It's very different. Okay, man. But uh, um, I also quit very soon. Like, very soon after that <gasps> is when I quit. Nothing to do with the kid. It's just... He, maybe he thought, like, you died. No, maybe he just never came back again. Did you ask what the make-a-wish was? Uh, they told me... I think he got to go uh, to, like, a penguin exhibit at the zoo. That's dope, bro. Yeah. Did they tell you what he was dying from? No, I didn't want to ask too many questions, but they showed me pictures of him. Uh, I think that's why I kind of remember the zoo uh, thing. That's cute. That's mm-hmm. really cute, dude. I'm glad somebody liked you back then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to 
sorry about that, bro. That was funny. <laughs> All right, so I got I got a question about mm. I should wrote them down, but I, yeah, I remember what I was going to say. Bro, we do this every time. I know, but the problem is I don't remember to, to write things down when it comes to my mind. But I make notes. So there was the movie uh, Blonde came out this week. Do you know what Blonde is? No. No. Like okay. A, I, okay. Okay. So Blonde is the new Marilyn. Oh wait, wait, Monroe. yeah, I know okay. what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Movie starring I Anna Donis. Seen it. So this movie, uh, do you know that it's fiction? Is not is not is not a biopic. Well, that's good, because I heard it got, like, trash reviews. Well, that's that's the thing I wanted to go into. A lot of people... But did you know beforehand that? No. That's, I think, as a problem. Me, I think this movie's kind of morally unethical when I learned about... Because people were talking about, I had to turn this movie off because it was so graphic and fucked up. And I was like, it's a biopic. And then I looked into it. It's based off a fictionalized version of her life made by somebody else. Like, like a novel uh-huh. about her. But people think it's a true story. And in this true story, in quotes... There's a scene where she gets brutally raped by JFK. Bro, that's not okay. See, I don't think that's okay either. And to be honest, like she was probably sexual assaulted sometime in her career. Yeah. Just from all the dudes that were like always grabbing at her. Yeah. But the thing I saw that that I was like, oh, this. Glad, thankfully, like it's like not like a true story was because they. I heard that they portrayed her as a really dumb person, and in real life. Marilyn Monroe was really smart. See, that's the thing I thought was kind of messed up about this movie. And the fact that they're portraying it... Like, they're not going out of their way to tell people this is a work of fiction. You kind of have they're to, They're like, really not. Yeah. So, I think... Look, if you're going to make a movie like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, everyone knows <laughs> that this is not the true story of Abraham Lincoln. Go ahead and go mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. But if you're making a movie that's about real-life situations like sexual assault or something like that and you're just but it's not that person's real story and you're portraying it as it is I think that's fucked up and like, should nobody's be allowed. like defending Kennedy here because no. he was probably a bad dude anyway no like, they don't name him but it's a guy doing like the, the voice of Kennedy I want to even joke about his voice during sex but that's like really fucked up if it's a sexual assault scene yeah so, so you're in agreement with me. Like, I was, That's not okay. I was interested because in this movie gonna, until I heard that. People are really going to go away from this movie not knowing that. Yeah, exactly. And then be like, oh, I mean, blaming Kennedy for a bunch of other stuff. But also, like, that's really tainting her history. Yeah. I, 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 like, I love Anna Darmus. I think she's an incredibly talented actress. Yeah. I think she is going to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't want to watch the movie anymore no. after I've been hearing this stuff. I don't want to support that. I'll rewatch Ted Lasso. She's in that? No. Oh. <laughs> I was, I'll just rewatch it instead. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't, I, I think I would have remembered her, but okay, yeah. Uh, it, it just, it, it put, put a bad taste in my mouth. I, I don't like and, that. Like, I get some stories where, like, they're, like, bit loosely based on true stories and all this other stuff, but most of those things are, like, super horror stories or, like, yeah. paranormal stories where, like, mm, there's already, like, a... Like a filter of like unbelievable doubt yeah. in it anyway. And that fools people a little bit. Like a lot of people think that Texas Chainsaw is based yeah. on a true story because they portray it as if it is based on a true story. But you're not hurting anyone's backstory in there. Yeah. They just took they just took a they took very loosely Texas Chainsaw is very loosely based on Ed Gein. Same as Psycho. And he wasn't even a good dude anyway, so no. it's not like we're tainting yeah. anything. And he's also not named. Ed Gein's not named. He just, if you know about him, you know that Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. uh, Leatherface, and Norman Bates are all based on that guy. But you're not, no matter what, he's not even named, so he's not getting the credit for those fake crimes. And who cares if you're a serial killer's image? Mm-hmm. But Marilyn Monroe is, is already a tragic story. And to make it even more messed yeah. up just to surprise people seems wrong to me. What was Anna de Armas's first movie? Was it Bond? No, that's when she kind of started getting very popular, though. But she was in uh, she was in the Knives Out. She was in there, but that was before Bond. Although technically, it might have been shot after Bond, but Bond took forever to fucking come mm-hmm. out. Uh, she's in some horror movie called Knock Knock. I think it is. Did you know that like so, so during those movies, like she barely spoke any English, and she was learning her lines, and then after that, she learned full on English. Yeah, uh, somebody talked cra- trash on her for that. Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, or someing like Why? that. Why? Uh, not not, ac- not on purpose. She kind of like sounded like a privileged white person talking about like when I saw her on the set of Knives Out because they're both in that movie. I she's like talked about. I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said something very disrespectful of somebody who was foreign on that set, mm-hmm. and she got called out for it and apologized. But I just you know, yeah, she was like that. Mm-hmm. She fucking graded Knives Out. 
Uh-huh. She's fucking adorable knives out. I, yeah. I love that movie. And she was... That's why I'm not sure that, that the sequel will be as good, because I don't think she's going to be in the sequel. Uh-uh. It's just going to be uh, Daniel Craig. She was the star of the movie for me. Um, yeah, so let's move on to something else. So another true story that's weird. So we were... We, you and I sat down and watched a trailer for this new TV series coming on Netflix called The Watcher. Did we? What is this? This is the movie about... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The... About this guy, this family moves into this house and they're getting these creepy notes from this guy saying they're watching them. This is another one where it's also like goosing up the story, making it yeah. much worse than it was. So I was very excited for this. Yeah. Uh, because like, oh my God, this is such a fucked up story. This guy's like basically inside their house, all this stuff. And then you told me the real story and it's just not yeah. a thing. It's, I'm okay with loosely based on a true story, but like you got to base it a little bit more on something than that or just not it's not really the same thing at all yeah they they really took that story and took it from like 10 to like 105 yeah so it, at it, least in at least in the um uh the trailer but i don't doubt that that's actually yeah. everything in there that they're trying to like put out there yeah in, in real life these people receive some creepy notes over and over again and there's no no one knows who gave the notes that's basically it right yeah and like in real life the police think like eventually it was actually the family that did it to themselves because they tried flipping the house like they bought the house they tried flipping the house and this wasn't too long ago i want to say like the early 2000s or early 2010s or something and then uh they eventually had to like sell the house at a loss or whatever i i remember uh this was probably the most stupid version i've ever seen him like based on a true story I watched this movie on Hulu called The Pilgrim, and like Hulu for like a, two years was doing monthly like whatever holiday took place that yeah, month, yeah. like Arbor Day or something like that. They'd have a horror movie based around it. So they did one for Thanksgiving. I was like, oh cool! There's never any Thanksgiving movies. And in this movie, these people hire these actors to act like they're doing like the first Thanksgiving, and so they're all dressed up like pilgrims and stuff like that. And they're they're not breaking character, and then they start like trying to kill people because they're not respecting the the thing well enough so it turns into a murder or attack by people dressed up as pilgrims and the guy who wrote it is like this is based on the story that happened in my life so he's like okay I gotta see what the fuck this story was uh-huh. and the story was his family hired some actors to portray the first Thanksgiving and he thought it was creepy there was no murder no murder no no crimes whatsoever and that is, is enough for them to say based on a true story based on a true story you guys they hired some people to do something and and they did it too well, I guess. All right. Um. Are you a big fan of yes. Rob Schneider? No, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. Oh, you don't know about him recently, do you? He's no. a far right asshole. Really? He's like, yeah, he's speaking out like I'm the only one who's risking it all by speaking the truth, and he's all just going on about how like Trump's a hero and shit like that, and how it's so no, hard to be Adam conservative. Adam Sandler's your hero. Comedian. He puts you in every one of his fucking movies. Yeah. That's your hero, bro. Yeah. So fuck Rob Schneider, and really, he's he he's not that funny. He's never really been that talented. No, but yeah, it's just like you watch like Adam Sandler's movie, and you're just like, hey, there's his one friend. Hey, yeah. there's his other friend. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would love to be friends with Adam Sandler. Put me in your shitty movies, Adam. Hey, you're not gonna get hired with that attitude. Bro. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Fuck. You fucked it up for the both of us. Damn it! You could ruin. I could have quit tail. my job. Yeah. If I was gonna be, because Adam Sandler movies make a lot of money. But anyways, so. he's getting a sequel to one of his most beloved pieces of shit. Did you ever see The Animal? I've I've seen this, but I don't remember anything about it. Okay, so I, I, I had seen it too, but I'd forgotten what it was about because it was just so bad and bland. Mm-hmm. This is a movie starring him and Colleen from Survivor. She made three movies. Who's Colleen from Survivor? The TV show Survivor, the Who? reality show. Yeah, who's Colleen? She was in the first season of Survivor and people liked her. Okay. She's the love interest in that okay. movie. So that's the big actors in it is Rob Schneider and Colleen from Survivor. And basically Rob Schneider is in an accident and then to save his life they give him a bunch of animal parts and he starts taking on animal characteristics. It's absolutely stupid. What's the one with like Rachel McAdams? Oh, Hot, hot Chick. Yeah, they should do a sequel to that. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they're doing it but they're not, it's, it's not going to any major platform. Rob Schneider's new movie is going to Tubi. Do you know what Tubi is? I've seen it on our... We don't have the subscription. But... You don't need a subscription. It's free. Oh. It's a, it's a free service like Crackle or something like that. You get commercials. Well, he can go hang out with Kanye West. Did, did you see Kanye West with Candace Owens? Yeah, they wore White Lives Matter yeah. shirt. Yeah. 
And then somebody <laughs> edited it. It was like, White Life Matters, except for Pete Davidson. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that, because that's gossip. Okay. <laughs> are we segueing it? Or are we still talking whatever we're talking about? We can talk about something new. No, I mean, no, I just I, I just need to know if I need to say segue or not. Oh, se- can you say segue? Segue. There we go. Uh, this is sad news for me as a big fan of late oh, night TV. I, I was like, dang, really? What happened? No, I don't care then. No. Oh, wait, uh, Trevor Noah, right? Yes, Trevor Noah has announced after seven years he is leaving The Daily Show. Bro, seven years? Yeah. As host? Yeah. Fuck. It's been a while. Pandemic is really fucked up time, bro. Yeah. He started in shortly after Trump was elected. Mm. Uh, basically, John Stewart did all the At that least he lasts longer than Trump. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad. It's Trevor Noah's probably, uh, one of my favorite uh, late night hosts. He's not my absolute favorite, but he's in the I'm heavy rotation for me. And I'm very sad to see him go. He had a very good run. Is he why he's leaving? He just wants to do other stuff. I was expecting a lot longer for him because, like, John Stewart was on for almost like 20 years. Like, uh-huh. you watch, look at him when he started and when he stopped. He went from a very young guy to an old dude doing uh-huh. the show. Trevor Noah looks basically the same. But do you think, like, Trevor Noah has to have, like, everyday battles that, like, maybe Jon Stewart didn't have to? Yeah, uh, a little bit of that. And I also probably beat him down a little also, bit. Also, I think he just really, he said uh, during, you know, one of the big things was, I watched his speech he gave, was that during the pandemic, you know, he was locked up, in just basically doing the show in his apartment, mm-hmm. not doing performing or anything like that, stuff besides The Daily Show. And once he got, once the world opened up again, he started touring again, he realized this was the thing he missed more than doing The Daily Show. Did we see him before or after pandemic? We saw him in December 2019. Dang, so I got lucky. So yeah, I, I, I've seen him live, I, ha- I have his audio book, I'm a big fan of him, he's super talented. Uh, but Who's I get it. over? They don't know that yet. It's, it seems like from what I've read, it wasn't... Uh, not everyone was in the know that he was going to announce that he was leaving. Mm. Uh, it seems like people thought he had recently renewed his contract. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. They didn't announce how long he's going. They no end date in, in sight. They have no candidates yet. A lot of people think Roy Wood Jr. might take over. I'm not the biggest... He, he's, uh, he's one of the, uh, the, the pa- pa- correspondents. Okay. He's not my favorite. He's a little low energy for me. He's funny sometimes. Just I, I don't know. He's just not... My favorite of all the other people in there. A lot of people think Samantha B might come back in and do that because her show on TBS got canceled. Oh, really? Yeah. And I always thought, I tried watching her, her show on TBS and I didn't like the format. I thought it was really bad. It made it hard to enjoy her. Who I think sexist. I think she's very talented. I just didn't think that show was mm-hmm. good. So they bring her back into the Daily Show and she took over and did it more of that format. I think I'd be a big fan. Uh, yeah, I, what are you going to watch when you go to sleep now? I don't know. I oh, I, you know. I remember, so making videos. I mostly watch Seth Meyers, but when so Seth Meyers is when I watch Seth Meyers, I usually go back to Trevor Noah. But also Amber Ruffin's back, so I got I got some stuff. We love some Amber Ruffin in this house. She's so cute. Yeah, she's wait, she's wait, fucking talented. wait, that doesn't matter though. Yeah, she's talented. Being yeah. cute doesn't matter. And a great Being talented, a great writer. I also have her audiobook. Her audiobook's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we'll see how it goes. I I. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Klepper taking over because I love Jordan Klepper. But he got canceled too, right? He he had a show uh, on after the Daily Show called The Opposition, and that one got canceled after about a year. But it was very much a Colbert ripoff, and that he was playing like a fake far right mm-hmm. kind of character. And I actually thought it was very funny because like, Colbert Report was just Colbert doing it. Mm-hmm. The Opposition was. Was Colbert's show, but with correspondence as well, and all of them had their own unique far right characters that they were kind mm-hmm. of portraying, including one guy that looked a lot like Eric Trump, who's fucking funny as hell. Um, I love Jordan Klepper's random like I for like in the pulse. I forgot what they're called. Fingering the pulse. Yeah, he does such a good job of He's just like so- letting people speak and then just like getting tangled in their own like this is the thing not only that he has sharp wicks i don't i think i might be able to like find like funny things to say later but yeah, he's yeah. always like right on top and of straight it. faced about yeah. it too like he's and like that's the thing like he never like like laughs in somebody's face so they don't think they're being dumb or anything yeah. they think they're just like trying to tell their side of the story and finally get it out there because he's playing the straight man but and he then... he's also very well known in those areas a lot of people do not like him in mm. those areas because he's very famous for doing this stuff he goes in these far right areas where there's a lot of cuckoos that like guns and does his thing he was there on january 6th yeah 
He was there interviewing people on January 6th doing the insurrection on the Capitol. So, like, super brave. I would love to see him take over. I'm not sure if they want to give the another white guy, a straight white guy, another yeah, late-night talk back. show. Sorry, Jordan. But, I like, love him, but back. that's the only reason why I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, pretty it, much any Desi Lydek I would like to see do it. Is his name Ronnie, the, the dude that was in, like, Crazy Rich Asians? Ronnie Chang. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he is also very funny. Yes. Uh, there's really not any correspondence besides Roy Wood Jr. is the only one I'm kind of like eh on. Not that he's not he, he might surprise me, but he's the only one of the correspondents I'm not really into taking okay. over the show. But he's he's a front runner. Uh, next story is that uh, they for they have been working on a Star Trek four with Chris Pine as Captain Kirk for a while now. Bro, I didn't know there was three. I thought there was only two. Oh yeah, there's there's Star Trek, Star Trek uh, Into two Darkness, and then Star Trek three, and then Star Trek Beyond. And they were working on four for a long time. Unfortunately, it just got taken off the off the schedule because the guy who was going who was directing that movie changed jobs. He's no longer directing Star Trek Four. He is now directing Fantastic Four. Are you Marvel upset about that? I don't know because he's a great director. He's a guy. <laughs> he's a guy. Who, he's a guy who made WandaVision. Okay. He's so super talented. And I love Fantastic Four. They're yeah. my favorite superhero team. But I've been waiting for this movie for so long, and they keep on getting it canceled to push back. You're like you don't have every other Star Trek thing to watch right There's now. There's only, like, what, 10, 11 shows, which I've seen every episode of, and 14 movies? Okay, well, you're going to watch them all again anyway, so just rewatch them now. I, but I want new stuff. I you don't want the, Fantastic Four, though? Because you love Fantastic they're Four. They're my favorite superhero team, but I want you someone like else them. to direct it, who's also super talented and like. Give it to Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle? Mm-hmm. Or Christopher Nolan? No. No, Christopher Nolan would make it too dark. Needs to be fun. Oh, it could be dark and fun. Uh, Fantastic Four really needs to be fun. Does it? Yes. Okay. They already tried making a dark Fantastic Four movie, and that was the Josh Trank directed one. Probably the bag is a strict by a guy named Josh. I don't know what you're uh, talking about. But Kate yeah. Mara, Miles Teller. Oh. That one was absolute garbage. Really? So, oh, yeah. You think? Did you see it? Yeah. yeah it was one of the worst movies ever made. Ever made. Um, speaking of Danny Boyle, yes. nice little transition here. Transition. I got a lot of news stories this week. It, like this has just been a big news week, so I'm this might go on a while. I got a lot of things I want to talk about. He's he never talks about these to me though, so you guys are just it's hard on the podcast. It's hard not to like. I get stories that I find interesting. And, like I can't talk to you about. It. I gotta wait for the podcast. And well, when we're leading up to like a guest, and then after this, it. like we won't talk. We for like to no formal weeks. Yeah, formal weeks. Yeah. We gotta save up this conversation. Yeah. So Danny Boyle, who's one of my favorite directors of all time, yeah. he directed Train Spotting and Twenty Eight Days Later and Slumdog Infected Millionaire. What? Infected with what? Oh, are you doing a line from Twenty Eight Days Later? Okay, thanks for like. You don't have to be so obvious about it though. Okay. But dang. He is now directing a stage musical, and Where? I thought. That, yeah, probably. I, I, I don't, I don't, they, haven't say, they haven't said where it's going yet. It's just he's making a stage musical. It is of the Matrix called Free Your Mind. It'll, it'll debut. Free it. It'll debut in in a venue in UK. I didn't know this guy mostly does movies. He's making a musical. He's not doing his own thing. He's doing the Matrix. I am just there so. There better be the scene. Like there better be a dance off and like somebody does the scene where like Keanu Reeves goes back with the bullets flying. They have to do that. They have to. Uh, but like. This is so not him that I have to go see How it. are you going to even do this? Like, half those movies are like them jumping off of buildings I mean, or being gonna, in spit, like cyberspace or something. There's going to be lots of wire work. I hope. Did you ever see the way they did what you're talking about, the bending backwards, dodging bullets thing? Do you ever see how no. they did that? So they have people in green suits so they can edit out of them. And they have these poles like lined up on their backs of the, the actors. And they just kind of like lean the poles back while the cameras like lean back super far. And then push him back up again. That's how he so do he it. So he didn't really do it. Oh, he didn't do he didn't do shit. <laughs> he's they like, just, let me just lay right they here. They did green. Yeah, he's, he was just lying down, and green screen guys just well, did the work for him. I love looking at what things really look like in movies. Yeah. It's so fun. Oh, like Beauty and the Beast, Dan Stevens. Oh yeah, Dan. Se- by the way, should be Bond. Uh, yeah, his yeah. him in the Beast costume is ridiculous. And like uh, Emma Watson just like petting the head or something. I'm like, bro, what? Or there's this, there's uh, my, my favorite video game of all time, uh, The Last of Us 2. There's this scary-ass creature called the Rat King. Uh, <laughs> the Rat King. It's like, King. basically in the game, these zombies were in this room so long, just 
clumped up together that they actually like melded together into one thing. That's legit, yeah. Uh, you know, after decomposing and shit, or whatever the fuck these zombies did. And so they turned into like this huge blob of super hard to kill creature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've seen the, the... They're all done by motion capture, every character mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you see what the actual creature was. And it's like four people kind of tied together all, <laughs> over like a little ball thing. So they had the faces on top of the ball like moving around. And they have one, one guy on the bottom kind of carrying... The, the, the people, it's so not scary, but in the game, it's stressful as hell. I yeah. love it. Did you jump? Did you jump? No, I almost quit, though. It's fucking hard. It's my favorite game of all time, but I'm very quick to quit. All right. Uh, another big story is they have announced what's going on with Deadpool 3, the first MCU Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. And they what they're doing is they got Hugh Jackman to... Unretire, uh-huh. come back from and play Wolverine again in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. That's gossip. It's not gossip. That's movie news. That's his personal life. That's movie news. That's his personal life. They're best friends. Right yeah, now. I think that's what, how it worked out. Yeah, people are saying he pressured him into it. It's like he was like, no one pressured me into doing anything. I, hope, I make my I own hope choices. There's a musical scene in it. Maybe Deadpool. I don't think I don't think Wolverine would but sing. But Hugh Jackman sings. I know he's a great singer. I was very surprised when I found that out. But uh, I don't think Wolverine's gonna sing. Doesn't really fit his character. Well, that's maybe the only way they can get him right now. The only way they can get him to come back. I am surprised he came back because Logan was such a good send off for that character. I yeah. What did they say? Like there was like a little like a uh, spoiler. Like nuts. Sp- like a. Uh... Well, they they said something which I thought was was already obvious to people that like like how's Wolverine come back if he died in Logan as like yeah that movie took place in the future yeah so this place takes place this movie, Deadpool 3 takes place in modern time yeah so it's fine I don't know how people are confused by that but apparently I've seen comments online people were confused by that men were confused because they don't stop and ask for directions yes exactly all men's problems can be solved by asking for directions I mean at least 99% of them alright here's another exciting story uh, so they Don Cheadle plays War Machine in, uh, in MCU he had House a, of Lies Huh? House of Lies. Oh, I, I've, never, I've only watched a couple episodes of that. Wow. I got bored. Anyways, uh, he had an MCU ser- Disney Plus series green like, called Armor Wars, which mm-hmm. I was intrigued by because Armor Wars is a famous Iron Man story, but it's very much a Tony Stark-centric story, mm-hmm. so I don't know how they're going to do that without him. But anyways, they have decided Armor Wars is no longer going to be on Disney Plus as a TV series, they have canceled that. Why? Are they HBO because Max they're right now? no? They're what they're doing is they're turning into a movie. Don oh. Cheadle is getting his oh, own Don movie. Oh, Don Cheadle, boo! You got it. Which I think is cool. I mean, there we are continuing on Captain America with uh, Sam Wilson, Anthony Mackie uh, as the new Captain America. The fact that Tony Stark is dead in the MCU, why not make uh, War Machine, uh, you know, Rhodes turn into the next Iron Man? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Do you know some, uh, Anthony Mackie went to Juilliard? No. With Lee Pace? They were roommates? Uh, you know what? Now that you say that, that sounds familiar to me. they were roommates. The trivia I know about him is that 8 Mile was his first role. Hmm. Which I have still yet to see 8 Mile. Wow. But apparently you there's... yourself a movie here's, here's some trivia from that I also know. There's a rap battle between him and, and Eminem. And Eminem freestyled and just started really dissing on things that he knew about Anthony Mackie. That's so much so, so Anthony Mackie apparently got, his character gets angry in that scene yeah. and is like, he was kind of mad. Yeah. Like, I bet Eminem probably was like, yo, tell me some stuff. What's up? Let's be friends. And then he turned around and used the whole thing against him. Yeah. And he's, you know, that's how he came up. So he's fucking good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Mackie's just an actor. Eminem yeah. knows what the fuck he's doing. Okay, so they have, they have a green lit. What channel is this going to be on? Because I think it's one of those bullshit channels. Apple TV. No, it's HBO Tubi. Max. Again, Tubi is getting into movies. They have green lit a movie called Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Uh, the Trial of the Century is what it's called. This is all about the trial that just completed like two months ago. Yeah. About Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard and their divorce and defamations, things, everything like that. What do you think about them doing this? Okay, um, one, I don't like it. Two, so there was a thing where a bunch of Donnie Depp's fans crowdfunded some money to really, to pay for some, like, um, uh, what are they called? Court records mm-hmm. to get unsealed. Uh-huh. 
And they found a bunch of stuff that was wrong about Johnny Depp's stories. Yeah, I think they're both trash people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they were probably both abusive, and neither of them deserved that. mm -hmm. Um, But I think we could be covering other better stuff. Like, I don't know, man. I just think... think I'm kind of over this story. Any big story... Uh, you need to let time for like the pieces to fall because you don't know what happened. You yeah. really don't know what happens right after something happens. You really need to that's true, that's wait for true. history to tell you because, what happened. Because like nobody knew about the like unsealed court records until yeah. after and the so, trial. So for me, that just seems it seems irresponsible. And you know, everyone has the story tainted already in their direction yeah. that Johnny Depp is a fucking hero and Amber Heard is is a terrible human being. And even if that were one hundred percent true. We don't know enough yet, even with the trial, to be able to make a movie with concrete evidence to say one way or the other. Yeah. And I think that's messed up. Anytime. Like, same thing with, like, bigger things. Like, when 9-11 happened, I thought they rushed out some movies about that to capitalize yeah, off of it. Yeah, because they didn't even get, like, the commission sad. report done for, like, a whole ass another year or two. Yeah. So. There's just... It makes, and even then, they had to, like, re-amend it, I think. It feels gross to me. Another thing that seemed gross to me, I really don't like this. Uh, you know who Alan Rickman is? I think so. So he played Snape in the Harry Potter oh, movies, yeah, yeah. and he was you know, Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Beloved actor, everyone loves him. So recently, there's been a lot of stories coming up coming up about him because people are re- releasing excerpts from his diary, his personal diary. That's not cool. I agree. Uh, if you're if it's your diary, with living or dead, it's private. Yeah. And some things are coming out that I think really would fucking hurt that these things are coming Why? out. Like, he talks about how he does not think that Emma Watson is a good actress. Mm. That's his personal opinion. Yeah. They put in his diary. I'm sure he got along with her well. And maybe his opinion changed over time. Yeah. But now everyone's getting this story out there that he's talking about how bad of an actress Emma Watson yeah. was in his diary. And, like, what if that, like, what if she didn't know that he had those thoughts? She she almost certainly yeah. didn't know. And then, so, like, now, like, she's like, that's my beloved friend from my childhood. And now yeah. she's like, fuck, he never liked me. Yeah, exactly. Things like that are messed up. Talking about how he wanted to quit the movies during his cancer treatment decided to ultimately go on with it and things like that. And I'm just like, this is such personal stuff that we did not need to know. Who who's releasing it? Uh, it's I, I've only seen it like it's going on to all the entertainment sites that I follow, so I'm not sure exactly who who is releasing it. Yeah, but it, it's gross to me. Like I'm pretty sure he never wanted that stuff to come out. It was from a. Uh, a publication by the Guardian. But no, but like, do does it say who leaked it? No, it's just the Guardian's the one that's published. That's not it. cool, guys. Uh, onto some more fun news. Like that means that like nothing's even safe after you die. Either, oh yeah, bro. No. Uh, lots of people I listen to uh, on the radio talk about this thing where uh, when you die, you need someone to clean out your shit, get rid of anything that's like you need to have a buddy in there that's going to clean out anything you don't want people to find out about and just burn it. And maybe that should be diaries, too. Because... Or just the whole house. Yeah. Burn the whole house. Yeah, when I die, burn the whole house with you in it. I don't, I don't want you going on without me. Why? You said you don't care what happens after you're dead because you're dead. Yeah, but I, I, I want you to, to spend your last moments with my dead body as we burn. What if you were dead for, like, a while, though? Why didn't you burn me sooner? Because I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hang out with you a little bit longer. Seems like a more. We could finally watch Mean Girls. Seems like we already watched Mean Girls again. Okay. <laughs> we can we can finally watch Sailor Moon together. Are you actually watching that? Because you said that earlier. I was like, what the hell? What? Are you watching Sailor Moon? Yes. Okay, I didn't know. What What is your problem with Sailor Moon? No, it was just a random thing to ask me to watch. I don't really watch anime. And I really know. No interest in Sailor Moon. Because you never do the things I want to do. All right. Uh, here's he some... did not deny that. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain why I'm asking this uh, in a minute. Do you like the song "Lose Yourself" by Eminem? Yeah, it's fun. Why? Do you like "No Diggity" by Back by Blackstreet? It's fun. Do you like "What Do You Mean" by Justin Bieber? Yeah. Okay. So there was a study recently done where it shows uh, they they conducted a music survey on people who show psychotic tendencies. Am I psychotic? And the people who like those songs. Tended all three of those songs tended more most of the time, and some other songs like that. Psychotic people almost always like those songs. Why? What uh, was the science behind that? Let's see. Uh, I should reread this. You? Oh my gosh! Tell me why I'm psychotic. 
Uh, Scientifically, tell me why I'm psychotic. Shit. Okay. I, 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 you were just gonna let it go. Oh you, yeah. You thought I would like. You're like, oh yeah. She probably likes all these songs, and I'm gonna tell her she's a psychotic person well, and not like, explain why. It was more like the fact that they were. They surveyed these people. They found those were the songs that were liked by those people. I was gonna say those are some pretty three random songs to like put together because it's not like they were sampled after each other. They, they even say that like, this is a flimsy, uh, flimsy study, but I I want to throw it in. Man, there. men run with everything. That's why women can't like things because men. Mm-mm. Or maybe you're just mad because you're psychotic and got called. But out we for knew it. that. Yeah, <laughs> we knew that. Uh, so here's something I'm kind okay. of happy about, but also a little disappointed because I need another streaming service. So if you're a fan of the show Community, starring Joel McHale, Gilling, Jacobs, Allison Brie, Danny Putty, and so forth. And a movie. Uh, there was the, the saying that they had throughout the series, six seasons and a movie. Because it's a very meta show. And they acted like there's a character that took the show like it was a TV series. And kept on saying we need six seasons and a movie. Well, they did the six seasons. Even though it got canceled after the fifth one, the short-lived YouTube, uh, not YouTube, Yahoo screen made the sixth season and then died. And now it is officially they're going to make the movie. It is going to be going to Peacock. Though it's a problem. Yeah, I've thought about just buying this. I'm the only like, streaming service we don't have is Peacock. How much That's is Peacock? What's going to, I don't know, like five bucks a month. If you probably look at how much we spend on streaming services, we probably this is like what our parents paid for cable. Oh yeah, probably. Well, I'm sorry, your parents paid for cable. <laughs> Not mine. Oh yeah, you're you're 100. I know. You keep on telling me I grew up rich. Yeah. My dad probably both last what he hears. Your divorced parents, both your parents had cable. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, both parents were rich. Fuck. Okay, I got one more story one of more. douchebags. Mm. So Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, you might know her yes. from Nosedive on Black Mirror, and also from the very famous Jurassic World trilogy that just came out. Recently, talked about how she was told. By the studios, she had to lose weight before filming *Dress <clears throat> World Dominion*, the new one, the trilogy. Ew. Now, her character is not a model. It, like this, her looks have nothing really to do with her character trait, with her character in the movie. She's yeah, because they literally live in the fucking woods. Yeah, and also she started off as just like an executive. That's all she was. She was an executive for *Jurassic World*. She ended up moving. Yeah, she, she lives in in the woods with her her boyfriend and their adopted daughter. Their That's fake daughter. Their, their fake clone daughter, uh, and. She was very upset about this. Colin Trevorrow, the writer-director of this trilogy, spoke to the studio and mm-hmm. said, no, that's not a thing she needs to do. She's fine for the part. Mm-hmm. And got her back, which I think is very Good cool. Good for him. But that's very fucking rare. And I, think, yeah. I, hope, I hope it gets more common that we treat women like, hey, women are different. They're not all just And she looked like a normal person. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking back, like it's not like she was overweight or anything, but even if she did, her character lived in the woods. Yeah. She didn't chop wood. Fucking Chris Pratt did that. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm not a big fan of Colin Trevorrow as a writer or director. I don't know who that is. He's the guy who made those that trilogy. Anything uh, he, else? He was going to get the the uh, new Star Wars trilogy, or he was going to direct the third Star Wars film yeah, of yeah. the new trilogy, but uh, they didn't like his writing that much. So they fired him. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But he seems like a decent human being. Okay. So good on him. Good on him. Good on him. Alright, so that's all the entertainment news. I had more stories, but it's like I feel like we're just saying and then this and then this for so long. So I thought we'd get into uh Tell me. We've been taking a lot of horror stuff during the Spooky season. Spooky season. I thought we'd just talk about a few of those movies. Not go too far in depth, but just go like what we liked, what we didn't like, and kinda would you recommend these movies? Okay, tell me. So we've seen a bunch of them. The first one I want to bring what up is Barbarian. Oh yeah. This movie, I don't want to give away too much because the trailer didn't give away too much. But it was this woman goes to her Airbnb around like 12 midnight or something like that. And finds out there's already a guy inside her Airbnb. And they decide, well, she's going to spend the night there. that because And then we're going to call Airbnb and go like, hey, you double booked and stuff like that. And then there's something in the basement and shit goes down. That's as much as I want to give, give away. Uh, what did you think of Barbarian? I liked it. Go watch it now. Go watch it right now. Yeah. Even if you watch this podcast, go watch it. Even if you've seen the trailer, the trailer did not spoil this. Even the Anything. stuff I, it didn't even tell the story. Even the stuff I thought was spoilers was not spoilers. It takes a huge left turn. It is incredibly creative on that. 
not only that, I think a lot of horror movies are getting better at writing likable characters. And like gray characters too. Yeah. But something I used to hate about like why I have a hard time watching the old Friday the thirteenth movies is because it's just a bunch of assholes and then they get murdered. Yeah. Uh, so you don't care if they get murdered. You, the fun part is watching them get murdered, mm-hmm. which is fun, but doesn't really doesn't really grab you in the same way. This one, you really like most of the characters, mm-hmm. and then even the douchebag character is written incredibly well too. But they're all three dimensional. You care about what happens to them, so you worry when bad things are happening. And even the the antagonists in this movie, not all of them, but some of the antagonists in this movie have interesting motives that aren't just evil for the sake of being What's evil. The, the villain. Oh, okay. You so I feel like that. there's kind of... This is the proper term. I feel like there's uh, layers to this movie that a lot of people maybe won't be ready to take in, but if you're ready for something unique and has a lot to say about society as a whole, yeah. really, it's a great movie. Watch it. Then we saw uh, there's this trilogy that's being made. Uh, I don't know if they have an official name for it because it's kind of all loosely... A trilogy. They only have the first two movies out right now, but uh, the first one is called X, and the sequel, the prequel, oh, is called I was like, Pearl. What are you talking about, bro? Uh, X is a movie uh, starring Mia Goth, who is a new sensation, I think, in the horror yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, it takes place in I think it's the seventies, and they go to this random farmhouse in the middle Kinda of nowhere, like Texas Chainsaw style. Yeah, very much Texas Chainsaw style. And she and her friends are making a low-budget pornographic movie. And it's about... Kid Cudi's in it, bros. Yeah, I don't know who Kid Cudi is. Oh, that's so uncultured. Uh, but it's, it's about the people that own that property and their reaction to the people making the pornography film. And it's, it has some insightful thoughts about people's views on sexuality and porn at the time, yeah. which I thought was really good dialogue. The characters, yeah. again, are kind of fleshed out. Even if they're some of their assholes, some of them aren't. They have really great dialogue. Because nobody looks like a villain in their head, right? No, and that's so that's a great thing. I don't think anybody in this movie considers himself a villain. The main villain in this movie, I don't want to spoil anything about it, but has interesting motives. Yeah. Uh, it's all around. Has a lot to say about sex. A lot. Of, a lot to say just about people in general. And it goes in different directions than what you would think a horror movie would go. And even though it is absolutely bonkers, what the killer is. It works. And there's gators. There's gators. gators. I love gators. Yeah. Did you really like gators before we went to New Orleans or like after New Orleans drag bro? I like gators. Uh, I think it's from Gator Loki. I've, I, oh. I am, when he came on the, on the scene and, uh, and Loki is like, I am in love with this creature. I, I, I want more purpose. of them. And then we went to New Orleans and saw gators in person. And I, you know, they were his cousins. Yeah, exactly. And it just, uh, yeah, I became a big Gator fan. Like you're so big of a fan that you got this Gator thing that we brought back. What? Which Gator thing? The New Orleans Gator. New Orleans Street Lamp. Oh, that's Street Lamp. Uh, yeah, we got a little uh, Gator playing jazz, jazz Gator. Yeah, I love it. He's sitting next to his cousin Loki Gator. (laughs) Yes, he is. Gator Loki. Yeah, it's it's fantastic stuff. But so that movie uh, took place in the '70s, and then they have another movie takes place. Uh, called Pearl, which is a prequel to that movie, and it takes place in like the '30s, something like that. Yeah, like yeah, this is a planned trilogy. They already had like a teaser for the third one, but that one's not out yet. I want to say 1940s or something, because the mother was German and she was like, "Bro, you know how they don't like Germans right now." I I feel like it took place during the time of Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Uh, Because this movie is horror, Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. Everybody in this movie is not like she. The character goes to Oz, but everybody is an architect. Ar- ar- uh, archetype of a Wizard of Oz character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's done very well. It is, I'd say, although it is classified as a horror film, I consider it more of a thriller with mm-hmm. some messed up scenes in there. Uh, but again, it has very well-developed characters. You learn about the villain of X a little bit more and mm-hmm. have her more fleshed out. Uh, and it just goes, it's really just about... Uh, the way people treat each other. A lot of it's about garbage men, that abusive parents putting a lot of uh, stuff on you, and also, I, I don't know, it's so much to explain there, but uh, it's really well done. And also there's a scene where she has sex with a scarecrow. Yeah. That's important. That's like the first 10 minutes, bro. Yeah. The, the <laughs> ar- the, if you're going to look for the archetype of the scarecrow, the scarecrow is the only one that's actually 100% literal. But it's very, like, it's done very technicolor. Like it looks like it looks like the color, and it's done from like Wizard of Oz. Uh, the character looks seems like if Dorothy from Wizard of Oz 
was murderous. And hypersexual. Hypersexual. And yeah, there's just some great stuff. I mean, Tasha's just been repeating some of her lines at me crazy because she has some great lines. I mean, they're truth facts. Facts, truths. They're uh, statements that I don't know why you can't get behind, bro. But uh, so I, I recommend, I personally think both X and Pearl are fantastic horror films you should check out if you care about not just people getting killed, but amazing characters and plot. And a lot of, uh, like, Pearl has been, like, memified. Yeah. So. And it, look, I walked away from the movie, like, it was good, but the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. It grows on you, because there's so much stuff in there to think about. Yeah. Do we see any boobies in the movie? I don't think so. Do we see any? Oh, wait, never mind. You do see, uh, on the screen, you see, in the movie, within the oh. movie, you see it. But, uh, you don't actually see any of the characters, I don't think. Mm. In, uh, in X, you do. Okay. But not the girls playing Wednesday. Not Anna Ortega. Just Mia Goth. And uh, Brittany Snows, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe you don't see Mia Goths at all. I think you only see Brittany Snows. And I think about it. We saw a lot of side boob. Yeah. And gators. I like how you're like, yo, we didn't see Wednesday Adams boobs. She's kind of hot. That's She's really pretty. Yeah. yeah. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, yeah uh, we're checking out both all three of those movies are exceptional movies that you check out. Wait, all how old is she? She's she's old. She's she's like nineteen or twenty. In the movie, like in at, real life, at the, at the time of the movie, I think so. Yeah. Okay. She's shooting a porno scene. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to shoot porno scenes, even fake ones, with underage people. Uh, that movie, The Girl Next Door, or whatever. Emile Emile Hirsch was only seventeen when he shot the. But he wasn't the porno person. The the girl from Twenty Four was. But they made like a sex scene. I've never seen that movie. Okay. Anyways, yes, good good stuff. Check it out. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh, close this shit down? I don't, I don't know. No. Okay. Don't look offended. I'm just taking you I, into account I, before we end the show. You sprung this on me. I'm sorry. Ugh. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? To make this up for you, I'll just erase this entire thing. Erase it. Okay. So for no one out there who's listening to this, because of course this is being erased, please uh, like and subscribe and uh, review on iTunes. And uh, remember, when you want your entertainment news, Two weeks late, listen to Unlicensed Entertainment. Bye.